Yeah. Welcome to the Film Leroy, the Judgmental Podcast. What's up, everybody? This your boy Phil, and I'm Leroy. Now, before we start, last the last time we were on, uh, we talked about uh, Bahama Papa eight one seven from Reddit. So uh, he actually has a podcast. He just started a podcast. It's called the Victory Formation with his uh, boy. What is his boy name? Eddie. Eddie is his boy name. So uh, it's on uh, YouTube. Uh, Prescott Williams is his name. I guess if you search Prescott Williams or no, it's not. It's under Victory Formation Podcast. That's the name of his YouTube handle. So I'm going to give him a, a, a shout out. Um, he said he was going to do it and he did it. Unfortunately, I had to watch listen to the first episode. It's a uh, Cowboys. They, they talk about Cowboys football. And uh, well, since I'm since I'm giving people a shout out, let me give a shout out to Hezekiah Grice. Uh, Mr. Grice, uh, he was already on here before. He gives us a shout out every episode when he does a show. So uh, I always forget about it. Just, just shout, shout him out. So I'm going to do it this time. Send me a link to his uh, show. It's it's the uh, uh, the Unwrapped Mind podcast. How can I forget like that? Give me a chance. Don't rush. Now. This first clip, this viral video, I didn't send it to you this week, but I'm a, I'm gonna play it for you now, and I'm a, afterwards I'm gonna just play the whole thing. I'm not going to interrupt, and I, <laughs> I want you to give your opinion. <laughs> Here we go. I know I'm probably just being so dramatic and annoying, but this is my first job, like my first nine to five job after college, and I'm in person, and I'm commuting in the city, and it takes me fucking forever to get there. There's no way I'm going to be able to afford living in the city right now, so that's off the table. Like, fucking duh! If I was able to walk to work, and it, it'd be fine, but I'm not, so it literally takes me, like, I leave here, like, I get on the train at 7.30, and I don't get home till, like, 6.15 earliest, and then, like, I don't have time to do anything. I don't... I want to shower, eat my dinner, and go to sleep. I don't have time or energy to cook my dinner either. Like, I don't have energy to work out. Like, that's out the window. Like, I'm so upset. Oh, my God. Nothing to do with my job at all. But just, like, the 9 to 5 schedule in general is crazy. Being in the office 9 to 5, like, if it was remote, you get off at 5. And you're home and everything's fine. But, like, I'm not home. It takes me long to get home and, like... Like, people that drive to the office, like, it doesn't, you don't get off at 5, and I know it could be worse, I know I could be working longer, but, like, I literally get off, it's pitch black, like, I don't have energy, how do you have friends, like, how do you have time to, like, meet, like, a guy, I don't know, like, how do you have time for, like, dating, like, I don't have time for anything, and I'm, like, so stressed out, and I'm also getting my period, so that's why I'm all emotional, but, like, am I so dramatic? It's fine. All right, now before you give your opinion, this this woman here, uh, I guess that's her name, Christy uh, Kunsut. She's a uh, one of these social media influencers, so I don't know if she's uh, telling the truth or she bullshitting. So uh, if she's telling the truth, what's your opinion? Shit, welcome to adulthood. <laughs> I leave I leave out the house at seven o'clock in the morning, sometimes at like six fifty if I can. I don't get back to the house anywhere between five thirty and six thirty. And that's every day. So I understand what she's saying. She can't do shit and she don't handle time, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm 100% in agreement with her. Uh, And then, you know, people was calling her lazy and all that stuff. She didn't say anything about I hate work or anything like that. Mm -hmm. She just saying when I get off, it's late. And and she's right. 
And I don't know where she's from, but shit is cold as shit outside on the East Coast. So you don't feel like, well, not uh, Upper East Coast, not in the South. Well, I get, mm-hmm. it's cold in the South, too, but it's not, it don't get that cold. But uh, I don't know where she's from, but shit is cold as shit outside. You just feel like going in the house and that's it. I mm-hmm. get her point. I get her yeah. point because about time when you get in the house, about time you uh, uh, unwind, get something to eat, watch a little bit of TV, it's time for you to go to bed. It sure is. It started all over again. And a lot of times when I get in from the cold, I'm even though my house is warm, that cold is still stuck in my fucking blood. I'm like freezing sometimes like, fuck, I just need to get eat and get in the shower and try to knock this chill off my body. Because even if I'm like chilling, I'm still cold in the house. Well, the only negative I can say about it is she shouldn't have put this online. Um, I know she, the thing is, is she shouldn't be crying about it. it is what it is. Uh, no, well, like you talk, said, it's, she can talk about it. She can hear people comments and, re, and re, you know reviews about it, but she don't need to be crying about it. Right? You know, if you can't deal with it, then fucking quit. She she should she just should have vented to like her parents or like one of her girlfriends or something. See, her parents would have set her street about well, hey, look, join the club. That's what everybody had to do. No, they would Why would I'm like? I don't know. Well, what you need? We got you. Now, how do you know that? <laughs> yeah, well, how, and how do you know the same way that you thinking they would have said with you in the club? How do you know that? Well, she's working, so uh, you trying to say she's entitled? Probably. But she's working. Okay, because she want to work, not because she have to. <laughs> okay. So if a black person would have said anybody that call yourself a, a, a social media influencer, they don't have to work. They on some bullshit, chill shit. Nah, I disagree with that because everybody calling themselves a social media influencer now. Are you saying they all don't work? That is they work, but that's not like a not a back breaking nine to five. These little this girl's what twenty one or something like that. Yeah, she calling herself a social media influencer. She got a thousand flowers. Come on now, real people work. They don't call themselves social media influencers. Well, she can be a social media influencer on the side and work a regular job. That she not a, that's like that's like somebody that just starting a podcast calling themselves a social media influencer. No, you're not. You got to have like a whole bunch of followers to even be considered a social media influencer. If she got all these followers and then, you know, they got advertisement once you get a certain amount of followers, all these little companies want you to fucking promote their shit. All this shit start pouring in for these, especially little girl like her. Like, come on now. Oh, now you're going too far because uh, uh, they all don't get <laughs> Advertisements and people tried and companies trying to get them to sell their goods and advertise their goods. The ones that shit. got a whole bunch of followers do. I don't know how many followers she got. I just seen it on TV that she was a social right. media influencer. So what I'm saying is these ones that call their social media influencers, they usually have thousands of followers. The ones that got those type of followers always have, you know, companies and stuff trying to promote their brands and shit. Mm-hmm. But what does they have to do with her parents saying, oh, that's all right, what you need? Because <laughs> they'll take care of her. <laughs> the same way you said her parents would be like welcome to the real world we both don't know so we're giving our opinion so why are you trying to shoot my opinion up? Yeah. our parents are going to respond because it's funny that's why All right. <laughs> but yeah I don't see that raw what she said she was actually right on money but like I said she should have posted this online but nah, then again, I say she, she, I say she can post it she just don't need to be crying about it mm-hmm. alright the next video is uh uh Okay, this is from the uh, shout out to the No For Gazy podcast. This is a, a woman exposes her male best friend of 20 years. They'll listen to this. Uh, uh, <laughs> we talked about how men and women can't be friends like that. And the, and the man, that's your friend, is just sitting in the wings, just waiting. And see, the, the woman knows that. 
that she she put them on a batter's box. Whenever she fuck up with some dude or whatever, that's the next dude that's going to that get a chance to go up to the plate. He don't now, get a chance. He get a chance to take her out and eat and, and shop it and shit like that. Not a chance at the plate. No, I see. I disagree with that one, too, mm-hmm. because uh, uh, we talked about that before. That okay. these, these women that got male friends and all that stuff, that's the dudes that if you mess up, that's the ones that she'll she'll mess with. Right. But I agree with that. But in the long term, like not just one little mess up or one little breakup, I think in like she break up, she have a couple of kids, she get older and that dude's still around and say, oh, well, he is a nice guy. Let me give him a chance after the fact. Oh, uh, well, here we go. The No Fugazi podcast. For a woman in a relationship to have male friends to also hang out with them alone while she's in a relationship. I feel like maybe you was friends with them for a while and like before y'all got together. Then I look at her and the first thing I think of like, damn, I just just want to be her friend and that's it. <laughs> and okay. You could just be friends with that outfit on. We could just I just want to be your friend. I just want you to just yeah, call right. me and talk <laughs> and talk to me about. What some what some dude didn't did to you, and I'll just give you my opinion. That's all I want to do is be her friend. Y'all believe that y'all have guy friends yeah. that would not even want to have sex with you. Yeah. Okay, where your phones at? Get them out. See, that's bullshit. They know that's not true. Right here. Okay, put on speakerphone too. Hello. Hey. How are you? Good. What's up? Whatever. I don't know. Like, I'm kind of down right now. Like, you know, my man, like, are you busy? I could come through, see you. Sure. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? What you say? You say your man? He broke up with me. And I'm sad to provide. You know, maybe you could cheer me up a bit. Alright, I got you. Is you with it? Like, or not? Is what I want to know. I got you. So they all, so she's so shocked <laughs> that, that he said, "Well, all right." Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, "Shit, all them years of putting at work, I finally got my shot." As we just witnessed here, the man that you called your friend is not yeah. truly your friend. He wants to smash. How long have y'all been in a friendship for? No, we know since we were three. three. Okay, you're 23. Y'all been friends we since y'all was three now. years old. Do you know he waited 20 years to get the box. This is a reason why men don't want a woman to have guy friends because we know that men have ulterior motives and if you ever fold, he will execute. Well, no shit. Shout out to the Fugazi podcast. <laughs> he said shit. Ever since I we was trading lunch with each other in elementary school, I finally get a chance to get <laughs> I've been listening to her problems about some dudes. I act like I was paying attention, but I really wasn't. <laughs> I'm finally get my opportunity. <laughs> well, the next clip is a uh, uh, it's a guy talking to his baby mom. Uh, she won't let him see see uh, their kid. Uh, here, <laughs> listen to this one. Here we go. My baby, why you come out here without my baby? And why are you recording me? Your baby in the house. Why you come out here without my baby? Don't you got a girlfriend? Why don't y'all go make a baby? Why what you? that got to do with my baby? Because um, I, I got a girlfriend. What that got to do with my baby? I don't want her around my kid. But if you got a boyfriend, it's, it's cool. So you Why can bring a boy. Why are you worried about me? What the fuck? So you can bring a boy, a boy, but I can't bring no girl around. No. So I'm paying 1500 in child support and I can't see my baby. No. See? 
See, see what? See. Why the fuck is you recording me? See, see what? See what? Don't have kids. Y'all don't have kids. You weird. Don't have kids. Fifteen hundred Uh, again, with with all this shit here, you don't know what's the real or the fake. There's no way in the hell if you paying fifteen hundred dollars a month in child support, I think you better go and find you a lawyer or some shit. That's number yeah, one. I was about to say the same thing. He just need to get a lawyer and show him this video. Number two, it must must be cold outside because uh, she's cold, as you can see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's cold. You see all the leaves on the ground. No, I ain't talking about that. <laughs> I'm talking oh, about yeah, her. turkey done, too. Eat right. <laughs> and uh, second of all, if this is true, they're still having uh, sex with each other. It's almost like she wants to say it on video, the way she's, like, looking or whatever. Well, That's why still, she, she probably still like them. No, they're they're having sex. I don't know about that. Are you weird? Fifteen hundred child support. I can't see my baby. No. Fifteen hundred. In the house, you can see the baby, but that's not her. So where's she at? In the house. So go get her. No, you can go see her. And she said, "Motherfucker, you been coming up in the house. So what's the difference to him?" I'm not gonna get nobody. It's cold out here. Fifteen hundred child support. Mm Mm-hmm. Talking about, I got a girlfriend. I can't see my baby because I got a girlfriend. No, but you got a boyfriend. Yeah. But okay, you got a boyfriend. So what? Don't have kids, bro. No, you don't have kids. Y'all don't have kids. You don't have kids. Y'all don't. Y'all don't want nobody like her. Don't have kids, bro. Oh, they still having sex with each other. The the way she looking at him and all that stuff and the kids That's in the house. Like- Okay, so why are you coming? What's the, what's all this long? See, this is why I always say how some of this shit is bullshit. What's this long conversation for? If she she not bring getting the kid bring the kid out the house, so why are you still talking about it? She want him to come in and he don't want to go in. And why the hell are you paying fifteen hundred dollars a month for child support? Because that's what the courts told him he got to pay. They go by what you're making. Shit. Well, he better get himself another lawyer because fifteen hundred dollars a month is total bullshit for you to be paying that much a month in child support. What yeah, child need to be supported with with fifteen hundred dollars? It call it depends on how much you're making. It's bullshit. Well, how is he gonna make that much if he's making a whole bunch of money and he making viral videos? Also, he's probably so, using this video. He's first of all, like you said, it's probably bullshit. But let's just say it's not bullshit. He's probably using this. He's probably recording it so he can take it to the courts. Maybe he's trying to fight for uh, custody of the kid. I don't know. Uh huh. That probably won't even work out. If they gave her fifteen hundred dollars a month, he she definitely ain't gonna lose rights, custody rights to her child. The child is probably taken care of, but she just bullshitting. But I believe that if it's true, I believe that they're uh, having still having sex with each other. She probably want to because she says she got a boyfriend and he got a girlfriend. So who knows? Well, all right, we going to Godly, Texas, where Ashley Ketchenside, I probably kickboxed her name, but we'll keep it going, is a member of the Godly Independent School District Health Advisory Council. She was removed after discovering she was a convicted prostitute and escort. Damn, hoes can't get a second life or whatever. They can't go on and find a second life or uh, move on with their life. <laughs> Be careful what you do in life or shit might catch up to you. Here's the report. Helping decide sex education curriculum and more in the Godly ISD is now removed from multiple positions within the school district because she's a convicted prostitute. A Fox 4 investigation reveals she's also advertising herself online as an escort. Fox 4's David Centendry has more. 
The discovery of a convicted prostitute being on multiple school committees and volunteer groups raises concern about background checks within Godly ISD and districts throughout the state of Texas. But we had no idea what was going on in her personal life. She was always very friendly and personable. A convicted prostitute actively advertising as an escort was serving on a council that recommends appropriate grade levels and methods for human sexuality instruction within godly ISD. Well, if she don't know about that, who else will? <laughs> well, the thing is, they said actively. That means she's doing both. Yeah. Uh-huh. She, she deserved to get what she get. I mean, like, who else wouldn't, wouldn't teach you about sex, sex education more than her? <laughs> D. And I don't see any that's all of the women haters. You see who doing it doing the interview. They all hate on wanting that to be the standard for their school district. School health advisory councils or shacks are required by Texas law. Shacks recommend to school boards a wide range of health education protocols for students, including appropriate grade levels and curriculum for instruction regarding sex trafficking. And I would not like again, who who can tell them kids better than this woman here? She going to say, why in the hell would you sex traffic? You can make your own money on, <laughs> on OnlyFans. <laughs> that ain't funny. I shouldn't be laughing at that. Want children to be subject to those type of people. Kayla Lane is a godly ISD you know, board trustee. Lane was made aware godly. of a now. Yeah. <laughs> former. <laughs> Shack members' history of prostitution by Mary Lowe, a member of the nonprofit Families Engaged for Effective Education. And we can do better, and we must do better. And that's the other thing we need to talk about is the health fair. Ashley Ketcherside is shown in a godly ISD YouTube video at the Shack Council's first meeting of the school year in October. She's listed as a committee member in meeting minutes. Members need to be appointed by the school board to serve, according to a district spokesperson, who says Ketcherside's family entered the district this year. Catcher side was also selected by superintendent. That ain't the point. The point is if if the uh, the educational department is selecting who uh, can come on the board, they they just said to hell with a, a a background check, huh? And just let this girl, just let this lady. I mean, she wasn't around kids or anything. She was just a recording minute. She was on the board. She wasn't in the classroom. But uh, you still should do a background check of anybody that's that uh, has a type of a position like that. I'm True. confused. Uh -huh. You know, motherfuckers drop the ball all the time when they do the hiring processes. Mm -hmm. To the Long Range Facility Planning Committee. She was a volunteer on the Family and Community Engagement Committee, PTO, and Godly Athletic Booster Club. Ketcherside also leads a local cheerleading group, according to Godly ISD. And so I believe that <laughs> uh -oh. parents need to know. Look, the jokes just write themselves. Here, she's a volunteer on a damn cheerleading group. At recruiting them girls to do. <laughs> says some parents became suspicious of Ketcherside because she claimed to own multiple businesses, but information about those businesses was unknown. <laughs> some parents took it to investigate. Her. The women. Yeah, something ain't right about her. She claims she got all these businesses, but when I asked her, she just never say what does she do? Jealousy. Mm. <laughs> My fucking guys probably and, and, and male students and the male teachers, everybody all swarming to her. <laughs> With this. 
A LexisNexis public record search reveals one of her email addresses matches the same email address on escort sites for a Lola Bree. I Googled her email address and that's how I was able to find the escort services. Lola Bree's images are found on public websites. Some images are too risque to use in our report. Tarrant County court documents obtained by Fox 4 reveal Ashley Ketcherside, maiden name Ashley Villalobos, was found guilty of prostitution in 2012 and 2016. An affidavit claims she is also known as Lola Bree. One escort site says Lola Bree was active last month. <laughs> Lola Bree has client reviews this year and reviews dating back a decade. To be clear, escort sites are legal in Texas. Escorts charge for their companionship and time. However, if sex is exchanged for money, it's prostitution. We don't know what kind of client. Well, that's the loophole there for the current time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's the loophole why she got the job there, but she was already convicted for prostitution before. So right. that should have been flagged there. But her current job as an escort, she can get a pass because it's illegal because she's offering quote-unquote companionship. I'm going to pay you money just to sit and talk to your ass, huh? Mm -hmm. Why you got suggestive photos online. That don't, that don't make no sense at all. Clients she comes into contact with or who she works for. In 2016, regarding a separate matter, a judge signed an injunction not allowing specific children to visit any place of Ashley Villalobos' residence Dang. because she was a known prostitute. <laughs> and so I believe that parents need to know. In a statement, Godly ISD tells Fox 4, we notified the parent that they will no longer be able to serve on district committees or in other volunteer capacities effective immediately. Still, Fox 4 asked Godly ISD, was a background check required for any of Ketcherside's positions? The district says yes, but adds, obviously, the district would not knowingly allow anyone to work in a staff position or to volunteer with certain criminal convictions in their background. Well, so what happens? She does have a criminal uh, uh, background. Mm-hmm. And we would think that typically if you ran a background check that those arrests would show up and they don't. They're misdemeanors in the state of Texas. And this is another thing they're not talking about in this, this report. Okay, now obviously the woman has a child that goes to the school district. Mm -hmm. Now, would you, do you think that's appropriate to put this on the news? Um, I don't see no, I mean, because she's not coming back, so it don't matter. But the, but the kid is in school, though. And now the kids, the kids are going to say that your mom's a hoe. Oh, what's your, what's her number there? Oh, oh, yeah, I done went over your mom's house. And, uh, you know, that type of shit. Oh, yeah. So I think that this is something that the state needs to look at in regards to how they're screening people that participate in schools. Fox 4 made multiple attempts to reach Ketcherside by email, phone, and in person. But no one answered the door at her listed address. Her husband, Michael Ketcherside, serves on the Athletic Booster Club and Watchdogs, a group of fathers who volunteer throughout the school day, according to Godly ISD. One 2016 court document obtained by Fox 4 claims Michael Ketcherside is very supportive of her profession. If that parent feels like I don't care if my child black is in her face. Got <laughs> that evil scowl the whole time she's doing the interview. Yeah. Around her, we like Miss Ketcherside. We like Mr. Ketcherside. We welcome them to our community. That is their choice, but they do need to know that 
this has been a documented part of her life. Well, they probably already knew. And they didn't care. Still, mm-hmm. according to whistleblowers. Hell, probably here. If I'm I'm going to uh, say that if her husband is very supportive, as they said, they in the swinging and all that stuff, too. So we don't know what the hell these other parents is up to. They probably all been banging each other. This story is not all about prostitution, rather a lack of oversight. And we do feel like there are a lot of changes that need to happen at the state level as well as at the local level. Godley ISD told Fox 4, members of the Student Health Advisory Committee are appointed by the school board, but even though we saw Ketcherside on video at the meeting table and she was listed as a member online, the district says it was a mistake and she never went through the approval process. For some, that raises even more questions. The Godley Police Department tells me it is generally aware of the allegations. However, there is no official criminal investigation at this time based on the allegations alone. I don't believe that. I think she went through all that type of shit, but they just didn't care. Yeah, whoever was hiring was like, fuck it. Right. Look, a nice lady, you know what I mean? You got the job. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, for we going back to our old, our favorite county, Fulton County, Georgia. Fulton County, Georgia, with the the inmates is uh, eating eating big steak dinners. <laughs> the COs the, the is, is uh, <laughs> the COs is beating up the clock fucking up the clock and got in trouble for it. What else they do? Oh, the lady, uh, the, the fake nurse was uh, uh, giving the inmates drugs and stuff. Fulton County is a mess. So here we go. Here we go. We got Jesse Scout, a Fulton County detention officer, was fired over nudes, contraband, and an appropriate, inappropriate costume. Here's the report. And I'm confused about the new news part, but we'll get into it when they cover it. Chairman of the Fulton County Commission says enough is enough. District two. And shout out to our girl uh, Courtney Bryant. She getting herself together. Uh, she just <laughs> had her baby. She she getting it right. Commissioner Bob Ellis says he has lost confidence in Fulton County Sheriff Patrick Labatt following a series of deaths and problems at the Fulton County Jail. Fox 5's Angelique Proctor says the latest problem involves a detention officer dressing as an inmate for Halloween. Fox 5 News has learned that fire detention officer Jesse Scott was hired in December of last year, but according to court documents, immediately started committing crimes. It may be a tough job, but he signed up to do it. The Fulton County Commission vice chairman is frustrated with Fulton County Sheriff Patrick Labatt. Commissioner Bob Ellis believes Labatt is ultimately responsible for most of the problems at the Fulton County Jail. Most recently, jail officials say 23-year-old Jesse Scott was hired as a detention officer, but he is accused of quickly crossing the line and not only violating his oath of office, but committing crimes. According to court documents, Scott sent nude body part and pornographic photos to several inmates. Now, here's the thing about the, the, the pictures, the nudes and uh, uh, pornography video. Now, was he was he sending dudes of himself, or was he? I, that's what I was girls? waiting on. I, I was waiting to hear to hear if they said female inmates or male inmates. No, they never said it, and uh, and I tried to find. But he did uh, that on purpose. I try to find uh, the court information, but mm-hmm. I don't know how you find court information like that because these, these girls, they do it all the time online, bringing up somebody's paperwork. Mm-hmm. But when I try to search names and stuff, I can never find it. Yeah, because I don't know what was he up to. Was he like sending uh, pictures of himself and, and pornographic? 
videos of himself the guys or he was taking pictures of girls and he was like telling them them guys on the, the inmates like look give me 50 dollars and i'll show you pictures of these girls you know uh of having sex or whatever i don't know or was he working in a girl's wing where he was sending those news to girls i don't know they're leaving out a lot of information mm -hmm. it's while serving as a detention officer those same court records indicate Scott lied and told inmates he was a sheriff's deputy. He lied to him and? He paid $4,000 to provide contraband to inmates. <laughs> yeah, this hustle lord. He got in there and started hustling right away. Up too. Yeah, it, the thing is, he didn't even stay there long enough to get the law of the land. He just went right in there as soon as he got the job and started hustling. Mm -hmm. Like, look, I'll bring, bring you a mill and you give me $500. Yep. disturbed Vice Chairman Ellis, who says the avalanche of problems at the jail stopped with one man. Oh, I'm glad the individual was terminated, as he should have been, right? But at some point in time, you look at... At some point in time, they need to blow up uh, that Fulton County Detention Center and build a whole new one and, and, <laughs> and hire all new people. <laughs> From the top to the bottom. Yep. For the told picture of things and say, hey, there's a pattern of concern here. These aren't isolated incidents. Fox 5 News has learned part of the investigation into detention officer Scott involves him dressing up as an inmate for Halloween and boldly posting his costume on his Instagram page. They're going to be Okay, now do you see that as a problem or? Yeah. Okay, why? Because you're a correction officer. So you're supposed to have a certain decorum? As you, uh, as you, you can't be dressing as no inmate. Okay, but I wonder if he was around all his friends and all that stuff. That's still a okay, no. So, so what if he dressed up as drag on on his fucking weekends? Is that cool too? Why not? That's his. That's his time. Oh. To, if he want to dress up and wear a dress, let's, on let's say let's say if he was a cop and on mm -hmm. the weekends he going to drag shoes and doing all this stuff. That's not cool. You're going to get fired. How? That's his time. It don't matter if it's his time. You can't do whatever you want on your time. See, the thing is with me is, uh, well, he's 23 and, you know, these young people today, they post they post themselves all the time, anything doing all the time. To me, I don't see anything wrong with him wearing that costume. I mean, it's his time and that's what he wanted to wear at a Halloween party. But the thing is with them, they want to post and take pictures of themselves doing everything. Yeah, but then he also letting you know that he's a sheriff with that little screenshot of his wristband. That's fake. That's something he made. It, 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 it could be it could be fake, but he really is a fucking sheriff uh deputy, right? Mm -hmm. Corrections officer. So it's it's like you're mixing the truth with some bullshit. You can't do that. Instances which occur, right? So and I think folks get that, but it's more the pattern and the plethora of of incidents that have occurred. And then layer on top of that, the deaths that have occurred and maybe the inattention to care that you know may have happened there. Commissioner Ellis says the commission funded $188 million for the sheriff's office this year with little to show for it. We provided significant funding and there's not been returned. We reached out to the sheriff's office to get a comment, but they declined citing an active investigation. In Northwest Atlanta, Angelique Proctor, Fox 5 News. Angelique Proctor sounds like a, a superhero's uh, alias <laughs> or something. Angelique Proctor. The way she said Angelique is is kind of funny. <laughs> What's the guy's name? Uh, Walter. Uh, Jesse Scott. Jesse Scott. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fulton County. Uh, detention. Uh, uh, Fulton County, Georgia. I guess you can search. Why well, right, we going to Washington D.C. where D.C. Mayor Muriel Browser returned from a trip to Dubai. 
for the United Nations Climate Conference. Why the hell does a mayor need to go to a climate conference in Dubai straight off of taxpayers' money? Then we talk about our girl from uh, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Tonight, Mayor Muriel Bowser pushing back now against critics who have asked why she was on a trip to Dubai last week while the D.C. Council was taking up her latest crime bill. Fox 5's Tom Fitzgerald live at the Wilson Building for us this evening. Fitz, you actually asked the mayor about this today. Yeah, we did. And, you know, this one wasn't that complicated. We wanted to know from the mayor that she could explain why she was overseas at a conference when here at the Wilson building, the D.C. Council was actually taking up a crime bill that she authored, which she said was important for turning the tide of the crime crisis in this city. Now, this bill was called the Addressing Crime Trends Act, and what it would do is target open-air drug markets. It would also crack down on these flash mobs of shoplifting that we've seen throughout the area. And it was also reinstate the penalties. It used to make it against the law to wear a mask while a person was committing a crime. Now, while the D.C. Council last week was working on this bill, the mayor... What, did he say that uh, they're trying to get rid of that law where you can't, uh, uh, if you wear a mask, you get uh, charged with having the mask on when you're committing a crime? That's what it sounds like. So she trying to get rid of that? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Well, they just passed one in Philly, too. You can't wear a ski mask nowhere. Yeah, I know. But I saw people on the train. They still had their mask on. Yeah, they don't give a shit. I was in Dubai at a United Nations climate conference. Now, one of the things we asked her was about some of the pushback of this. Was it proper for her to be overseas when what she herself had deemed such an important piece of legislation was being heard by the council. This is what the mayor had to say today. I don't know who said that, but you know what my job was in that respect was to put a bill before the council um, that in my opinion uh, closes gaps in very necessary ways. And it lets the police do their jobs. So, Fix, could her absence last week put the bill in any trouble with the council, or is this just a case of of perception and bad optics? Well, you know, it's a good question. It it probably will not affect the outcome of this legislation. You know, however, bad optics, you know, are certainly part of this. Fox 5 spoke with D.C. Councilmember Robert White today, and he used that exact term. And he said, you know, for his part, it wasn't just bad optics. In his view, it went further. He said it was bad leadership, you know, especially at a time when he, in his own words, that the city was in a crime crisis right now, you know, he believed that from the top down, a message had to be sent that, you know, addressing crime is a priority. Now, the mayor did say that today uh, and, you know, gave a spirited defense of this legislation, saying what she really wants to do is reverse policies that have gone on the last couple of years, which have, in her view, caused some of these crime trends that we're seeing right now. But the bottom line, mayor wasn't apologizing for this trip. In fact, she says she thinks people care more about what's in this legislation rather than where she was when the D.C. Council was <laughs> taking up work on this legislation last week. All right, Tom Fitzgerald. Boy, they sure are pimping us out. <laughs> These people could do anything they want to, and it's like they're asking her the question, and she just never answered it. There's no reason why a mayor needs to be in Dubai for a climate conference. Now, if it was like the uh, 
the head of the Smithsonian Institute or something like that, uh, mm-hmm. get a chance to go to Dubai for a climate conference. I give you that. But uh, mayor, you have no power on no damn uh, climate control. For us at the Wilson Building tonight. Thanks so much for the follow-up. Meanwhile, uh, so what do you think? What do you care about? Our Fox 5 Invincible question on the subject is up right now. It asks, was the D.C. mayor's trip to Dubai appropriate amidst the crime crisis? So far, uh, it looks like those who have weighed in, 81% of you say no. No, it was not appropriate. You can still vote, though. Just scan that QR code right on your screen, or you can download. Well, the people uh, that, that did the voting at Fox DC, uh, they spoke the truth. It wasn't appropriate <laughs> for her to be there. I, I just don't understand. I don't know. How can you even justify her being there? I don't understand how to get access to the funds to even go and do stuff like that. Exactly. And, well, you know she stayed in the best hotel. She she uh, got the food. You know, they don't have to pay for any food or anything like that when they're there. Boy, I bet you it was just such a great vacation for her. Nine times out of ten, she probably didn't go to any of the uh, conferences. Oh, she probably went to some of them and went to one every other day or some shit. Well, Philip, on some sports talk, the Eagles lost to the Dallas Cowboys 33 to 13. What's your opinion on that game? Well, we said that our defense, and, and I've been saying that before, I think uh, two weeks ago when we talked about it, even though we had the best record of football, we was playing like shit. And four games in a row, we gave up a lead and had to try to fight back in the second half to come back. You got one of the top five running backs in football that's averaging like five yards a carry, but he gets, what, two touches, three touches in the whole half, and they've been doing that same shit every year. You can't keep doing it against good teams and then trying to come back. We're playing off the ball, so we're allowing underneath. But then those underneath is making the quarterback so accurate, and these guys are getting them yak yards after the catch. That we we shoot ourselves in the foot. And so your opinion of uh, your new uh, defensive coordinator, Sean Deshaw, isn't uh, still the same? <laughs> it's been the same. Like I, I, first of all, I, when you got a team, it's one thing if you got a young team, you're not expected to do nothing. But when you got a team that's coming off a Super Bowl uh, run, that means you got you got the pieces there to pretty much fight to get back there so you don't bring in two new coordinators especially mm-hmm. rookie coordinators that ain't got no experience like you want to bring veteran defensive coordinator in and something like that wouldn't be that bad because they've been around the ropes they know what they're doing but you bring in these rookie guys in and expecting to get the same results is crazy mm-hmm. and can when can swift get more i would like to, swift should get about 15 carries a game that should be his average. I think he need to get eight to ten carries in one half. Right. What's wrong with running the ball four times in, in, in the quarter? Yep. So uh, he was 11 for 39 for 3.5 yards a carry. That's right. not really bad. But you got to think about it. He um he only had three carries at the half. So right. then we, it came to the point where we can't run, and that's when they tried to run him. So they weren't worried about him that much. You know what I mean? They were worried about, like, if you're gonna call a run play, we got one of the best run defenses. You can't do nothing now. You gotta do you gotta blend it up to throw the defense off. When you don't blend it up now in the second half, we're getting our ass kicked. You you gotta pretty much force the pass. You can try to run, but ain't nobody worried about it because they know you really want to pass. Right. So uh Monday night's game is against the Seattle Seahawks in uh Seattle uh Lumen Field, Lumen Field in uh Seattle. The Eagles are a three-point favorite. Now, what's your opinion on this game? Um, I think it'll be a close game. Is, is Hurts playing? 
Oh, that's another thing. Uh, Hertz has an illness. Uh, he's questionable. He didn't travel with the team. They say he was going to show up later, and they was yeah, going to see, see what's uh, going to happen. Some heavy pickups for Mariota in fantasy world. So a lot of people must got the inside scoop thinking Mariota is going to pretty much play and not Hertz. Mm-hmm. And then you got Slay not playing. So I don't know. I think we can still win, but I think it might be a dog fight. Okay. Uh, the hell can you? <laughs> Oh, um, uh, Geno Smith may not play either. I think Geno Geno Smith has a hem, hamstring injury, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew Locke is the uh, backup. Um, it's it's hard to tell with the, with this team now how they look now. It's it's hard to tell. The secondary isn't really that good. They had a lot of injuries on secondary, and plus, like you said, Slay is out. Uh, a fullback that I mean, not fullback, a linebacker that's been full of injuries this this season. Mm-hmm. Well, even with that, they let both our starters go last year. From last year, you should have kept one. I can understand if you you got a rookie that you want to play, then you let one. You don't let both your starters go and then just hope for the best. Right. Uh, yeah, Nicobe Dean is still on the IR for uh, this game. Uh, goodness, it's uh, let me see. Th- three linebackers is on the injury reserve. The one guy that I mean, didn't really give him that much snaps, he only got, I think, 11 snaps, 12 snaps. If you hurting that linebacker, and this guy's a veteran and he's been proving himself, you let him play, even if you don't know all the plays. He got instinct, he know how to play professional linebacker, so let him play. Can't right. be no worse than these dudes that you got getting dicked around out there, right. And you got uh, McPherson and Maddox is um, is uh, uh, well Maddox been out since the beginning of the season, so that's your cornerbacks there too. You got four cornerbacks that's uh, on the injured reserve. So yeah, they 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 lucky they have ten wins to be honest with you because this the the defense has been wrecked with injuries. Yep. But there's still no excuse about how the uh, offensive coordinator is playing. Yeah, so. we got too many weapons on offense to not have an offensive touchdown. That right, right. there tells you somebody need to lose their job. So would you fire him the first the first year? Yes. Uh, I don't know how they would justify that. Yeah, no, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying how they they would justify it. It'll be understandable because we have too many weapons on offense for not putting up points and, and scoring our offense has been stagnant and kind of struggling all year right but they have 10 wins okay so you it, it don't matter if you get to the playoffs and you lose the first game in the playoffs when you just was at the super bowl last year Hmm. yeah and another thing how do you have uh leonard uh shaq leonard why do you have Sha- uh, shaq leonard in coverage because they stupid the same way they had that other linebacker in coverage when he could uh Morrow. Yeah. Why you got him covering fast ass receivers and, and shit like that? You don't put you put your you put your linebacker on a tight end. You put your linebacker on a running back out the backfield. You know what I mean? But you don't have him covering receivers and slot uh receivers like that. Mm-hmm. I uh on Twitter I was looking at people saying that uh, they was asking what's what's going on with uh Rashad Penny. At uh, uh, some fool board up, yeah, they they saving him for the uh, playoffs. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, you're well, starting running back can't even carry. And like you said, they're minimizing what Swift can do because they don't want to pay him big bucks. Right. So you know Swift ain't going to be here next year. So now who's going to be our running back? Uh, uh, Boston Scott. Uh, or they, Boston Scott is going to be the running back, and they're going to draft uh, a running back. And and that's another thing about Jalen Hurts. Well, I'll ask you this question. Jalen Hurts only throws to Dallas. He only throws to uh, um, AJ. And he only throws to Smith. Mm-hmm. So he only throws it to those players. He doesn't spread the ball around anything like that. Now, is that his fault or is this the how the way the offense is? I think, first off, I don't see nothing wrong with that because when they're doing a read, you have your first option, your second, and your third. Right. You got three. Those are your three guys. So Okay, so what happened? Now, they need to be open. Somebody need to be open. If they're not open, then you don't just throw it there. You still got running back that you can throw it to or a third receiver. Okay, so what happens about with your uh your screen passes to your running back? The we Eagles was good that. at running up doing those, but so, they just so that's, stopped. For right, something. so that's the offensive coordinator. He don't know what the fuck he's doing, and that's kind of screwing with Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts had like a damn near MVP year last year, and then this year, and they was talking about Jalen Hurts never. He's one of those guys that never had the same offensive coordinator back to back. Right, I think last year was his first year that he had the same uh, offensive coordinator. Even talking about back in college. So if he had the same offense coordinated that one year and he almost was MVP, wouldn't you keep that together? Why so, would you go get a rookie guy with a whole new system and now he got to learn a, another whole new system? Okay, but but the the, the offense coordinator got a head coaching job. So would you want to pay him more or something to stay? Well, you could – well, if he's under – a lot of times these guys be under contract. Right. But you allow them to talk to other teams. They're like, you know, move on in their career. But if you pay him enough money, they don't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Pay him, pay him like he's one of the top offensive coordinators, and I and I and I bet you he would have stayed. <laughs> well, uh, what about your Sixers talk? The Sixers been on a roll. Do you want to comment about them? <laughs> yeah, but see, that's the thing. Embiid is having another MVP year, and actually, he's playing better than he's ever played in his life. But I don't care about the regular season. I want to know what you can do in the playoffs because you always disappear in the playoffs. Show me what the playoffs look like. Right, uh, six game winning streak. They was eight, eight, eight and two in their last ten. Even if, even if they, yeah, they playing real good right now. They kicking ass and scoring a lot. Even if they would have won the in season tournament or at least went to the championship, I said, okay, they playing like they want to win. But they got mm-hmm. fucking smacked around in that. Like they ain't even give a shit. And maybe so, they did. So your boy had a uh, forty two and fifteen. I'm on. I'm only happy with the fifteen. The forty two is cool, but I'd rather take the fifteen better. Right. And see, that's what I was uh, talking to uh, Mike about when uh, the trade happened with Milwaukee, Drew Holiday for uh, Damon Lillard. I was like, I wouldn't have done that trade. I said, y'all one of the best defensive teams in the league. Y'all favored to go back to the championship. Now you're trading Dane with no defense and he's a shooter. So he's going to ex Middleton. I said all this. I said he's going to take away from Middleton getting his shots and then he's not playing no defense. And what the hell happened? Middleton having his worst year. I mean, he is coming off an injury, but he's having his worst year. He's not even getting the shot attempts that he used to get. Dame is cooking when he's cooking, but when he's off, he's off like shit. They got no defense, and they're not even one of the top teams no more. Mm-hmm. And my man went to Boston, and Boston's still rocking and rolling as one of the top teams. Even better yeah. now. Yeah. Well, first of all, before you talk about that trade, the, the Sixers should have never traded him from the jump anyway. <laughs> no. We, we talked about that, too. The man made he, – he was – 
in-house, in-grown, whatever you want to call it. We drafted him. He became one of the, the top defensive point guards in the league. And he was an all-star. So why get rid of him? Mm-hmm. And that was all right before this fucking uh, what's that shit called with Embiid and Ben and all them all, right before all that shit the, happened. The process. So he probably was the, the, the kickoff for the process. Right. And what did the process get you? Are you happy with the process? Hell no. We didn't get shit out of it. A second round exit. That's what we got out of the process. We you was got, doing that before the process. You got Embiid out the process. Okay. He hasn't been out of the second round since <laughs> we had that team with uh all the other stars on it. <laughs> Anything else you would add to sports? Um, sports, sports. Nah. Well, all right. You can catch the judgmentals on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube at PNL Judgmentals, Instagram at the two underscores judgmentals, or you can email us at PNL Judgmentals at gmail.com. Facebook comments on my photos. That's why I stay on the low low. Most of y'all is associates, so I be on my dolo. Hold up, walk that whoa, hold the phone. You think all I do is rap? I can do it on my own. That's why I produce the track. Don't wonder where my crew is at. They'll be back. Niggas see me walking on the block and look like who is that? Who is that? People always wanna know.